0: give my intro. Do you want my computer? No sir. Okay. Okay. Hello everyone. Here we are with Off the Wall Graffiti, Immersed in Art. Today, we have Brian, Sonia Wallace, and Jenna, otherwise known as Rebecca. Francesca,
1: Francesca. Rebecca,
2: Side. on occasions
1: when I wear pants, Billy. Billy, yes.
2: Many identities. It's
1: it, 2018. I can be whatever I you want. You can. You are plural.
2: <laughs> what a good way to start the podcast.
1: Right? I can be anything I want.
0: Hey, guys. There is no two ways about this. I do not have a very good segue into this next part of the podcast. I apologize, I'm doing this on the fly. So I'm gonna clap myself in, get quiet, and then the podcast will begin. Yay! I'm calling that mentoring and mastery. And Brian has come to be the mentor and the master and or (laughs) or have been mentored or mastered um and jenna is asked to come as as one who might um wonder you're here to wonder with us as a student of life and also a student of many things what do you study right now
1: um i'm a cartoonist and an illustrator and uh School, school. I think is kind of irrelevant, but um, <laughs> I'm I'm getting perfect. my AA in drawing, and uh, at Pierce. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I Sweet. I feel like when you are are going to school like you're not really learning that much it's just your your goal is to get a paper that says hey i'm qualified y'all like look at this worthless Ah, piece of paper
2: this is why i wanted to talk to her about all of this stuff yes
1: yeah all right
0: um mm -hmm. real quick just so that people can stalk and watch us as we're as they're listening um what's your insta Thing.
1: six 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 satan's helpers oh, uh, no Mary it's it's did. not I'm <laughs> uh, uh it's indy Jana jones i n d uh forgot how to spell i n d y thank you oh, Indiana, uh, and then j a n n a and then jones
2: okay so all one word
1: yeah, Indiana Jones. That's a lot
2: of puns in yeah. <laughs> three words smushed together. Yeah, Yeah,
1: it was my uh, high school nickname because I went through this, I'm obsessed with Harrison Ford, I must make babies with him phase. <laughs> and then and Cla- Clarista
0: just, knocked you out.
1: Uh, Who's Clarista? Uh, His girlfriend, go uh, on.
0: Calista. Calista. What'd I say, Clarissa? Clarissa. Oh, I'm right.
1: That sounds oddly sexual. <laughs> okay. But oh, I'm okay. trying over here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anywho. Anywho. Calista. Oh, yeah. Clarissa. Clarissa. <laughs> Hi, Mara. How are
0: you? <laughs> I'm good and red. Um,
2: yeah. What's your Instagram? Um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all the things is at RentPoet. R E N T Poet. That's right. Very good. Okay.
0: Okay. And so you you have been a poet
2: for how long? Nah. Trick question. Um, <laughs> when were you not a poet? Right. I started writing poetry uh, probably when I was, you know, seven-ish. As um, you do. Because that's, you know, sometimes kids words come make out. the write poems. Yeah. Or they choose to write poems. Um... But I've been doing it professionally since, uh, as sort of the main, as the main hustle. I think we'll call it that. Okay. Uh, since twenty fourteen. So since twenty fourteen, so four years. years
0: now. Okay. and You went all in.
2: Yes. So okay. I had a. Um, after college, I was working in the nonprofit sector doing fundraising, and. Um, Did that work? Can you come work for us? Sorry, go on. Side note. Inside thought. Sorry, go on. exactly. (laughs) Well, it's funny, actually, as an artist, because that's the the sort of immediate thing that anytime I talk to arts organizations, they're like, oh, you do fundraising, and I'm like, yeah, but for my own stuff now. Yeah, exactly. Like, good. I just just believe that you should get paid for doing things and know how to tell people that in ways that make them also think so. Give me money for my art. That's a good no 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 no. But that's oh. the problem that all artists do that. And the actual answer is give me money for your happiness, <gasps> and you just gotta flip the framework and think about it's not you know it's your self-expression mm-hmm. until you're trying to hand it off to someone and then it's yeah. theirs and then you gotta yeah. think about what they're gonna get out of it and I think that's yeah. a trick. Moving way ahead, but that's okay. a big piece yeah. of the the framework. But I did put that in my back pocket, <laughs> so I got that. Just right. buy, you know. Everyone's just buying happiness all the time. That's what we go out to eat. We go to a movie. We buy at work. We support a nonprofit. That's that's all you're selling. Buying happiness.
0: Okay. Okay. Wow. All right.
2: <laughs> Good. Okay. But we want to talk it. about mentorship.
0: Oh, that. Okay, mentoring and okay. mastery.
2: Um. Yeah. What? What about, <laughs> what about it? About well, about are you a, are you a master? Ooh. Hmm that's such a good question for an artist I think because I feel it reveals way more about their character than okay than let me ask else. it in a
0: pedantic way have you spent 10,000 hours being a poet
2: uh, yeah probably okay that seems that seems like I mean a big a big piece of my practice is uh, writing poems for people at different events and in different ways so there's kind of that thing where it'll be like three to five hours of not stopping writing Wow Um. In a, in a given session. So you the hours rack up pretty fast, which is one of the things I love about that practice. But I was thinking about mastery earlier in the concept of like, especially with the arts and especially in my framework, I feel like I come at art from a more community-oriented civic uh, perspective. I spent a lot of college doing and studying theater of the oppressed and thinking about ways that you can bring community into art and the sort of mastership dichotomy can get in the way of that i think you get like the auteur filmmaker who it's like no one else gets to say it's their vision okay and in the same way i think i mean you see it even like city of la does these master artist fellowships and so who's who's on the list as a master becomes this uh it becomes Precide, a division or something yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah between people who are like i wrote a poem once and someone who's like yeah i'm a poet and this is my craft and i have a mastery of it Right. and also accents yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Or not.
0: laughs> i'm a yeah. laureate and i can say the word in right. many languages
2: yeah. <laughs> and they don't exist in america no um but uh yeah i was thinking about mastery like what, what's a concept of mastery that i can start to approach and i thought about the, the idea of fluency okay like it's about a fluency in uh in in a, I'm, and in what you do, yeah, in a mode. Um, I had a really funny experience yesterday when you talked to me about this topic that came to my head, where I was uh, co-teaching with a dance teacher. Right, right, right. And she's teaching choreography to these middle schoolers, and one of them raises his hand, and he goes, "Are you making this up as you go along?" <laughs> a um, middle schooler, yeah, a thirteen-year-old. And one of our one of our college mentors came to me afterwards. He was like, "Was that? Did that seem really rude to you?" Like I pulled the kid aside and like told him that. You know, there was a, a better, like a more sensitive way to ask that. But it was interesting, because I'm like, yeah. And, and the choreographer's answer was yes. Like She hadn't prepared exactly the choreography she was gonna do, she was improvising. But she had this fluency in the language of dance that meant that, yeah, what she was teaching wasn't something that she had you know, carefully crafted and prepared. She was like, and then I give this to a middle schooler. It was, hey, come speak my language with me for a little bit. Like come play in the same sandbox Which is beautiful yeah, I feel like that's so and that and
0: that resonated as like a truth for you like yeah, that absolutely. that's where mastery lies for you is is in that that like the ability to just like perform it as you yeah. need yeah or or art. not as you need, but perform it just whenever whenever.
2: I think about it in terms of writing too because a lot of the writing that I do is, um, Improvise for, for lack of a better term, someone will tell me I want a poem about my mom, and I'll get to ask them five questions, and then I have to. <laughs> someone will uh, ask for a poem about their mom, I'll get to ask them five questions, and then I'll have three minutes to write it. So there's not yeah. this space to go back and kind of, you know, all of the self-criticalness and reflection and sort of digesting influence has to happen before that moment, so that in the moment it can happen in a way, and then, of course, with other projects, it's... The longer you have, the worse. <laughs> yeah. I don't know necessarily if it's worse, but it, <laughs> it can be. Got it. Um, but yeah, I love, I love the idea that it's uh, like a culmination of all this knowledge, so that you have a fluency in the same way that speaking a language. It's not like, whoa, you just said a sentence. Like, did you write that beforehand? But you can tell how comfortable someone is in a language by by how they sounded it. Right,
0: right. Okay. And how did you? So hours gave you that? Do you think or I mean, study? I think... Like was it was it your your studiousness or was it your or all? Hmm.
2: So well, I've like, never. Speaking of studying over there, Jenna. Yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> oh no no I'm I'm thinking of what to say but I'm not sure if I'm allowed to talk yet. <laughs> <laughs> Mastery
2: and mentorship. Hashtag right? right. What do you <laughs> have to say over
1: there? What's going on with your thinking And thoughts? now
2: the voice of the youth. <laughs> Just
1: kidding. Or, uh, can I say something? If you have yeah. a
2: question or anything. Uh, no,
1: I, I wanted to say um, with uh, mastery, I feel like you, c- you could be that type of person that's worked in a field for like 25 years and still not know crap. Mm-hmm. And then you you could have, like, this person who's worked in the field for 25 years or, or maybe even less, and they really know their craft, but I don't... Th- I, I feel like it's kind of cocky to say, yeah, I'm a master. You know, like, okay. like it's kind of like... I feel like you should show your work, and your work should speak for you. And then, uh, you know, you should say, like, I am really good at what I do. You know, they're kind of like a master. But I'm no matter how far along and no matter how good I am, I'm still open for improvement and I'm still learning. You know, because there are people that have been painting for 40, 50 years and they're still learning. You know, they're they're not going to be like, I'm God, you Mm. know?
2: It's a good question. Like, is mastery the end of it? I guess I go, I think the, I don't know, I'm just going to stick on the extended metaphor of fluency for this whole conversation. I think that's my deal. Like, it's not like if you grew up speaking a language, you can't get better at it or learn new words Mm -hmm. or... More beautiful ways to put together sentences, you're just
1: or in tune. yeah, you're like yeah. a great
2: essayist, and then you've never written a poem, so it's just a, a thing of not mastery as an end point, but mastery as like you've gotten.
1: I, I guess you've gotten to a no, love where you can
0: it. professionally show right, right. Yeah. and and you can get fluency and all these different yeah, uh, like sort of rows of mm-hmm. whatever it is you're doing, you know, like. Fluency in typography, fluency mm-hmm. in in brushing, brushstropping, or you know, or different. And I, guess, like I that. guess it's all relative.
2: Like I always think I'm terrible until I like work with non-artists, and then I'm like, oh, like it's just a different skill set. Right. Where like I'm looking at this through the critical gaze of uh, like all of the other stuff that I've read and seen and heard and and you know
0: have been deemed good
2: already right. too, maybe. And then. It's like, oh, I, I just have the references to see what's wanting in my work. Okay. And uh, I think that's a big piece of what it is, is just like knowing, knowing enough about what the heck you're doing to, to understand where to correct course. Okay. And I think maybe what the, the path to that is like, figuring out where to, to shift things.
0: So I think that, that is a, that's a space for mentoring. Mm-hmm. Is what I think is so. In that, so Jenna, I'm gonna direct this at you. Have you ever been in a scenario making your art that you're in, and and someone, a teacher or a friend or someone, offers a suggestion, or you ask, like, can you? Are you seeing what I'm seeing, or or uh, any of that? Do you get that kind of feedback?
1: Of, yeah, plenty of times. But at the same time, uh, you gotta make sure that. And I, I I can't like press this enough. You gotta make sure that when you're working on a piece of art, you don't go to somebody who doesn't know crap like your mom. You know, your mom is gonna go. I love. That. Careful of the tapping oh, on the table. sorry, TV sorry. Of the <laughs> sorry. Your mom is gonna go. I love that. I can't believe I birthed you. You're such a genius. And then, <laughs> and then somebody in a gallery is gonna go. Wow, you spent no time on this. This is garbage.
2: So yeah. I, I think art yeah. primarily but for my mom I <laughs> do you?
0: Yeah. because <laughs> I
1: only so want to hear though. that I did a
2: good Number job one yeah. audience. <laughs>
1: yeah, <right. laughs> but, but you know you, for real also. you have to, to kind of g- well what I'm doing now because I'm just starting my career I'm working on a children's book actually Thanks. and um, what I'm doing is and what I think other artists should do is if you belong to some sort of group that is some sort of niche or whatever you're doing, you're gonna get feedback from millions of people that are just you know on the interwebs, and uh, they're gonna go, okay, you know what, this is crap, or or you know you got something. You going trust here. that. Yeah, because they because it's the same group of people that know who they what they're talking about. Okay. And uh, mm. a lot of people, mm. you know, you know, like um. But are
0: they at a level yeah. of mastery, or are they just a collective like that a trust?
1: I, I feel like it's a collective trust because it's people that have been viewing like what's actually good in this certain subject. It's super interesting like they're studying about, about that. Yeah.
2: Online online communities is a resource yeah. in mentorship where I totally I was like I grew up uh, was a teenager in the early 2000s so it was kind of the the birth of the social internet. yeah. And so I think maybe was part of that kind of first generation where I was like, it wasn't social media at that point, it was message boards. Yeah. But legit, like, I learned lots of the stuff that's that like I Reddit, know.
0: That's like Reddit,
2: right? Or y- yeah, like Reddit would be like the closest equivalent where it's like yeah. all text um, right. conversations between people. And of course, like, there's a level of trolling and there's a level of, like, people who are just on there to scream obscenities. Um, <laughs> and like Damn art! You know, that's part of our intellectual conversation right. now, so that's fine. Yeah. everything um,
1: is fuck Trump right <laughs> that's
2: a good thing go on or the opposite, unfortunately <laughs> anyways um but yeah no I, I think it's it's funny that we i guess we kind of started talking more about mastery than mentorship but not talking about people
0: right and right. i think
2: like the in my head what i had before you started saying that was like oh yeah i have a couple of you know individuals who i'm close to who've been really important who are older and farther along uh <laughs> Never in my chosen sphere, but in lots of tangential things who have kind of helped walk me through and I think in some ways given me the, the weird path that I wound up on. Um, so I had in high school I had a teacher who wasn't a teacher at the school but came in and did theater and taught us like made me read all of these uh, like Eastern European novels and... Um, Camus and Kendera and made us do Buta, which is like Helped a... expand
1: your mind. Yeah.
2: But it was like, it's not the thing that I'm doing now, but it was the thing of, of what it means to, to take a craft seriously and also, I think, to connect um, like the rest of knowledge and not just make it like, and now we do theater and it's irrelevant to everything else. It was like, no, this is really deeply embedded in all of these other traditions. Right. Like, societally,
0: um, how is it woven into the fabric of of either history or of your now
2: and even like where you know you can you can make a an interesting play about math and that's just something that like it's sad it's sad that people aren't doing that more
0: right
2: because it's not um you know it's it's just not a separate sphere right but i feel like that was that was really important and then um kind of when i started working i had a mentor who just sort of showed me the ropes of like how like how do you pay your rent and what, oh wow and what are the adult things that like just no one told you in school because that's not what we do at,
0: in school unfortunately yeah. <laughs>
2: It'd be yeah, nice
0: kind of backwards right. but yeah paying taxes class when i graduated college i definitely was like what yeah. why didn't they ready me <laughs> for this totally totally and i wanted i wanted to have a a a um, psychology class in like here's what it's going to feel like to be creative and have people mm. shove it back in your face uh, but uh, maybe maybe i think nowadays like with the social media there were we're a little better at hearing trolling
2: mm. <laughs> at hearing maybe, it and deflecting
0: yeah. it and going like ah that's just a troll you know yeah.
2: and, and i guess i felt like the first time when i like actively had online haters felt like such an accomplishment oh yeah <laughs> where and it wasn't it wasn't a <laughs> thing of like oh and motivators. what do you say <laughs> your haters are your and motivators. not even in a, like i want to beat them way. i was just like dude like enough people are reading this that some people don't like it like <laughs>
0: <Yeah. that's laughs> i have cool. arrived. like yeah. great
2: not if everyone likes it you're pr- like probably that's a bad idea uh, and probably it's just bland and they're not caring enough to comment i, I like guess. That. i don't have know. To remember that I but love I, I love it. the idea of like yeah. online communities as a form of mentorship because I feel mm-hmm. like especially with what I'm doing now and I've been like trying to figure out how to get in-person mentorship to do the thing I'm doing that like I, I Don't know if there are sort of mentors out there for that mm-hmm. um,
1: There is the internet. Th- yeah, you reminded me of something. It's, it's kind of off-topic, but it, I think that it involves this a lot um A couple years ago, I went to a party and I was talking to this guy and uh, he was sort of like a hippie, hippie, hippy-dippy dude. And um, really cool though. He actually, uh, some of the things he said were nonsense and some were actually cool. (laughs) And with you. Yeah, Yeah. so I was talking to him and I was just like, hey, I don't know how to get my art out there. I feel like I don't have enough people, uh, you know, who really speak my language. Mm. And um, he, and then he told me something that I never forgot. He was just like, you know, and and he was like so into it. Like, sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm just like I'm too touchy. But um,
2: <laughs> he <laughs> out of context and the visual, that's gonna be a really funny audio. Segment.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but um. <laughs> like imagine somebody's listening to it. like when i said that i was like rubbing on your face i'm just like, I'm, I'm sorry yes. I, I don't she understand she just drew the context <laughs> okay <laughs> go ahead. and anyway so so he said you understand that every time you post a piece of work you are sending a message to someone mm. and that person has to relay the message like has to understand and literally speak your language and i was like what like my mind was like blown i was just mm. like i have to send this message to somebody and then I have to get someone who literally speaks the same language and goes hey i get that
2: yeah and then
1: yeah. you know boom you know and i just thought that was really interesting because i feel like there are so many artists but there are not enough people who speak that language
2: and here's something you know? that all something that I'll say yeah. to that is i think the word posted was really important yeah. in that description when you post a piece of work
1: yeah. you're relying
2: on people getting it cuz we speak this sort of viral language of the internet where it's yeah. like well like can this trend? Yeah, You know, there are people who, I was just reading this fantastic article about the hashtag van life.
1: Mm-hmm. Like what? people
2: who are making a van living. Van life? Yeah, van they're life. making a living. Where like, you live in a van? Living in a, but they're, they're getting sponsorships for it, to live oh, in a van. Oh, I was
1: right. I didn't even know. I just yeah, yeah, yeah. That up. <laughs> and like, do yoga
2: against the sunset. Oh. And like, you know, be like an attractive white couple. <laughs> um, and like, in your that's, fan. that's a in thing. In your fancy van. In your, no, mm-hmm. in, in like a beat-up van, but Maybe it's, you know, it's heavy, yeah. you know, youth ideal. But anyways, um, <laughs> total tangent. <laughs> I, I appreciate that just because I think there's there's an element of that that happens with art online and that with, yeah. happens with kind of the communication of self when it's kind of reduced down. And one of the things that I found ended up being really successful for me, I don't know mm-hmm. how to replicate this for anyone else, um, but when I started really seeing success was, was literally... I mean, I'd always done theater, so it was events and people were having to come and you would sort of, you know, you'd have like a page or you'd have teasers online, but you wouldn't ha- give the whole experience of the art, they'd have to come in person. Um, but I just started setting up on a typewriter at different events and writing poems for people, mm-hmm. and that was when things started to kind of take off because it was an in-person connection and it wasn't like, I could see what language they were speaking, and yeah. I could adjust my speech.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm. Like, yeah. I could tell, okay, you are the kind of person who wants this. And as a result, uh-huh. I think, I write such a wider range than I would have written otherwise, because otherwise yeah. I'd just be so preoccupied with, good thing, you know, my you know? own... Thoughts and... Expression. Yeah, yeah, my own expression. And, like, my own expression's great, but it's not what necessarily the right thing for every person at every time. So okay. it's all gonna be my expression, it's coming out of me. It's not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna change into another person. <laughs> but I think we we do in a way, we kind of blend together in, in our communication, the way we speak.
0: And that's a collaboration in that. And, mm. and, I, and I actually, yes. as you're talking, I was also thinking, I wondered, so I know you sit there, you're at a party and and you have this experience with this person. There was something about you being very open and vulnerable to to them. Mm. And for whatever reason, it flashed in. I wonder if you've ever been mentored by them without knowing.
2: Mm. Mentored by the audience, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's deep. Definitely. Right? <laughs> Definitely. No, I love that. Yeah, it just, it, Absolutely.
0: I mean, Absolutely. the way that you do what you do. It's instant feedback. Led me, yeah, there's something that they are actually giving you and offering you and you have to course correct and you have to Mm -hmm. adjust Mm -hmm. yourself. And it may even be the mentoring of get out of your head without you knowing that you're in your head until you know you're in your head. And they're like, oh shit, Uh you're right in front
2: of me and I have to create for you. And the one that I always think of is the mentoring to stop procrastinating. Like I'm the eternal procrastinator. And if there's someone you know, if you Sammy's if you do an event, it yeah. has a date, and then people will show up, and then you'd better have something. Or if there's someone standing right in front of you, y- you better write something, because otherwise they're gonna walk away. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that that pressure, for me at least, I think is really helpful. As someone who, um, hmm, I I wouldn't say I, I struggle to stay self motivated. I say I know the tools to make myself self motivated. I, I was I'd just thinking that.
0: about that for Jenna. I was actually Internally. wondering, like, you know, wherever we have our aversions, it just means that you have to find a way to put it on a different way. You know, like, if you're if you're adverse to the word mastery, then you turn around and sort of figure out, like you did, like, mm. ma- it's not mastery. For me, it's it's flow or fluency. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that might be the same kind of like thing for you is where you, because you talked about an online community of trusted friends who have gathered enough information for you to believe what they have to say. Well, that's a group of masters for you where you feel comfortable hearing their feedback. Yeah. Right. Mm
2: -hmm. Um, but I, I, liked, I liked what you said about vulnerability as well. And I, it just made me think like I have a hat that I wear that is. A, a real one or a physical a, one? An actual hat. Yeah. Yeah. Like a writer's hat. It's literally, mm-hmm, and when I do workshops with like younger kids, I'll make them pantomime putting on a writer's hat mm. I literally do that. And I, I, I think it. it's because there's a level of, there's a level of being an artist. And then there's a level of performing the artist.
0: Okay. And I sit yeah, somewhere
2: like, in that weird middle ground of like writing and theater and performance art where I'm really present to that. Yeah. But I think even for visual artists, like the the really successful visual artists I know are all just beautifully eccentric in their own way. Like either it's all of their clothes are splattered in paint or they're like so put together. Whatever it is, it's that creation of um,
1: Self. yeah, yeah,
2: like beyond social media, self-image yeah. beyond like what gets posted to like, you know, what's, what is the thing that people are buying into? Cause if, uh, as a working artist, like you're trying yeah. to sell your work when people are buying your work and you're they're selling buying a yourself piece of you. too. Yeah. yeah, exactly.
0: Well, and we got, I think, um, an earlier podcast that we summed that up in calling it brand, you know, like, mm-hmm. and that's, that, that gets a bad rap these days because it feels like you're trying to commercialize yourself, but it's just a And because brand is like
2: literally a piece of hot iron that we used to put on cows to know whose cow was whose. Exactly. Like that isn't super appealing.
0: too cow-like, that word. It just sounds painful.
2: I don't and know, this permanent.
0: Is, this is the curse of being a poet:
2: is you're just in the etymology of every word, and you're right. going, "Why? Well, oh, that's what that word means."
0: Yes, the etymology, meaning the etymology of a word. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up.
2: Oh. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, brand or um, yeah, we need to rebrand brand. Or right? identity I guess. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Mastery. You do. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. That that's the thing. It's like we can. We can jump away from the meanings of the things we're trying to talk about, but th- it doesn't go away. They're like, they're archetypal truths.
2: Right, in a way, to be honest, I think that the, and I'd, I'd written this down too, which is, is interesting that now it kind of comes up full yeah. circle, is that I think what I'm a, a master at is not so much the art as it is the brand, in Ooh. a way. Because I work across a lot of different mediums and I adjust my medium depending on the project. So like. Any given project, one of the things that's satisfying for me is getting to learn something. Okay. And so, say there's a project with an element of audio design, and I don't know a lot, and I work with a designer, but I'm still, you know, even if I'm not the main person doing that, as long as it's not a solo effort, you've got stuff you're learning from all these different people, going in different directions. Um, but then the mastery is actually the mastery of connecting those dots and the mastery of of kind of facing outward and being able to show something for it that's good uh-huh. whether or not you're a master of any particular element of it
0: well and what you what what I just filled in on there was being a master at the creative process mm-hmm. not not the the thing but the process right and knowing that that like if you open yourself up to knowing that you know mm. how to create something to an end that that the good will come from that, and it's not necessarily are you the skilled, the most skilled at it.
2: Right. Yeah, yeah, it comes... Um... Nope, I had a thought and then it left. Yeah. Yes, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: curious. All right, so... I like I like
2: the idea of, that's what I was going to say, mastery, what was it, master of the creative process or something like yeah. that. That feels like a class that you could teach that would include, like, business for artists and some of the other kind of, they're not separate from an arts practice, but they need to be part of a creative practice for it to flourish, because yeah. if they're not, then it, it, it's just harder to, to sustain it. Right, right.
0: Good, okay, all right, what else? So you sat down, Jenna, um, uh, 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 what do I wanna say? I wanna say you are against mastery, but I think we talked that through. What about, what about mentoring?
1: Um, you said
0: you get mentored all the time by, but that's inside of, of people giving you feedback, right?
1: Are they the yeah, same? Yeah, but it's, mm. it's uh, well, well, the thing with me is I'll post something online and I'll say like, what do you think of my composition? What do you think of my colors? What do you think of my character? And, uh, obviously I go to the people's page, you know, if it's just somebody's grandma that's like, um, I used to draw back mm. 40 years, you know, I'm just like, yeah. okay, obviously not really take that one to heart, whatever she says. Not to be rude, but you get what I mean. Okay. Um, but, like, you visit other people's work and go, okay, this person clearly knows what they're talking about, their work speaks for them, okay, I'm gonna take that advice okay so you have to so you're picking and choosing yeah because um you know you you have to real uh
0: you don't want to take it in in a vacuum there's some saying
1: and i forgot what it was but it's like when you don't know how to draw you love your work (laughs) <laughs> and when you mm. and when you uh, Yes,
2: absolutely. Yeah,
1: and then and then the other one is <laughs> is uh as soon as as soon as you know how to draw, it's a never ending uh, cycle of like self hate. Not not like not like like that, not so negative, but you get what I mean. It's just like oh you wow, this looks of your own work. Yeah. Yeah, you become you're super capable critical of
0: of mm. seeing it unfinished. Yeah, or And un- then you're like
1: I need to be better. I mean it's it's a beautiful curse in itself yeah but um it needs to be there or else you won't improve
0: where do you get that from where do you get the the ability to be critical
1: because I I look at my heroes and people that have uh gone out there and uh you know actually made made the uh, the brand of themselves made like their whole work made like uh like um oh god Where's my language? I feel like everything I want to say is yeah, just like you're you're like in here. But um you know, like like people who've who've uh, started with books, then they made cartoons, then they made movies, mm. then they made t-shirts, then they and then not only that is they kept expanding and expanding their talents as well. Like for example, if you go to the first episodes of the Simpsons, they look like chicken scratch, the way right. that they were drawn and and they had different voice actors, and it just looked so weird. But I mean, we loved it because of The Simpsons. But as we got along, the art, the voice acting, the everything the evolution improved, I and mean, it became yeah. the legendary show that it is today. And that's what I feel you need to be as an artist. You need to start at one point and be. Sorry, oh, I'm so okay, sorry. Okay, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> anyways, it's but um, out. yeah. I'm so touchy, oh. I'm sorry. I think there's, <laughs> I a, I hear um,
2: there's a like a, a distinction that I feel like exists between kind of like a wide mastery and a deep mastery. Yeah. Like can you do lots of different projects successfully or is uh-huh. it one, you know, I know how and to draw keep a perfect on circle yeah. and it's so perfect, I will be in museums. Yeah. Well they say, right, that be more aware of someone that's studied one move a thousand times and then has studied a thousand moves. Right, right. Yeah. yeah,
0: Master of none.
2: Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I have one one last story that I want to share that I realized I didn't get in earlier. Um, it's not a personal story. It's a historical story that I'm going to butcher. Okay. You're all visual artists, so story you're all going to know it better time. than me. Okay. It's going to be great. You ready? Mm-hmm. Um, the story is about uh, thinking about mastery. It popped into my head. Okay. Um, it's about Picasso, and he's at, I think, a restaurant, and this sort of very entitled rich woman at this fancy restaurant says, oh, it's Pablo Picasso, draw me something.
1: Oh, God. And
2: so he reaches oh, over, no he picks up no his napkin, he signs his name, he hands it to her, and he says something like, that'll be a million dollars. Oh, wow. And she goes, you just did that in two minutes. And he says, yes, but it took me my entire life to learn to how to do that. that.
0: Right, right.
2: And right. I just think, that's A, story. that's a baller move. Yes. Right? And B, <laughs> it's an illustrative story of, of that wow. idea of improvisation and mastery and like what what it means to try to claim that that thing. That's you can sign your name on a piece of paper and it's worth a million dollars. Is that is that art? Is that branding? Is that right, right, right? What's right. the craft it's of that? Yeah, what above. was
0: underneath yeah. all oh of that? All yeah. All yeah. Of what gives you the 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 sort of call, the mm-hmm. calling to be able to, to call that? Right. And you know, who's to say that that like those very same words out of a ten year old wouldn't get that money too, because of what that imbues is like right. some kind of just ballsiness, like you said. Yeah. I mean, it's one. something
2: it's something that I think we're seeing now. We we'll probably have to wrap it up. Um, There's a little bit of a tangent, but I think we're really seeing it right now with the never again movement. Like the voices of high school students in, yeah. The gun reform debate, because they're in high school, because they can't vote, because they're so young, are more powerful than, you know, the rest of us good liberals who've been screaming about it for the last however many years.
0: Well, and uh, if anyone has self-awareness, they know that when you were 17, you're the smartest you'll ever be. <laughs> you're, maybe God, not. that's in, depressing. Maybe not in decision-making, but in, in like, just... Wired to the mm. truth, you know, and just sort of wired to like what matters. And yes, it's all dramatic, but there's a reason that we we say we never get out of high school,
1: yeah,
0: because it, there's just so much that they so can much grab, growth. so much their growth. their brains are open more than you know, actually the, the same from zero to two. That your expansiveness is also what happens in high school
2: totally i had and i had an, a, a, yeah. an ap physics teacher whose favorite thing is he used to say kids are dumb and it was i'd never heard a teacher call students dumb before because that's like a cardinal sin okay. but you're at like you know the the highest level science class that you can do in high school so it's obvious that he's affectionate it's obvious that he means it as a joke yeah but also not like he's saying you know i have had life experience you have not therefore like you will be, and he totally owned the fact that like there were kids in that class who were better at physics than he was. Oh my gosh. At that level, but also that he was the teacher. Yeah. And there's, there's an interesting dual track there. The
0: master. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, well, and in that, in that sort of dynamic, I think those kids in Florida right now are being mentored very, very well
2: mm-hmm. and
0: being held to storytelling And, and it's, it's, it's the kids, it's the teachers, it's the, it's the now time. And you know what? They're
2: all, all theater students. (laughs) Are they really? Yeah. Awesome. That's how a lot of them know each other.
0: Is through just Mm -hmm. being self-expressed in front of people. Right. Awesome. Yay. Cool. All right. Well, I think that wraps us up for right now. Do you have
1: anything more? I, I just feel like anytime you end something, I always have that. Well, that wraps up another Rocky show playing in my head. It's the, at the end of every Rocky and Bullwinkle. Uh, y'all probably don't know what I'm we talking do. about. We do. What do you mean? Oh, but uh, yeah, Rocky and Bullwinkle. That's forever. it. That's
2: a, <laughs> der- perfect. It. How do you? Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. yeah. <laughs>
0: Hey, thanks for listening. We're really glad you tuned in. Immersed in Art was recorded two years ago in 2018. I'm really sorry, it's taken me so long to edit these. I wanna thank our sound engineer, Jacob Bumgardner. I wanna thank all of the guests who have waited so long for their words to be heard. They are important and we hope to do more. If you liked this, Please subscribe, share, and also if you want to be a part of it, just send me an email mora at offthewallgraffiti.org or hit us up on any of the socials. And I want to do an extra special shout out to Luciana West who created that amazing theme song. He came over to the house one day, dropped some beats. Avery McCarthy got on bass and I got on the spray cans, and we made that beat. I think it's awesome, I hope you like it. And yeah, listen up, let's do more of these.